This is the Popular Apocrypha Podcast, episode 28. Jason Voorhees, for July 13th, 2018. This is the Popular Apocrypha Podcast, and today we are joined by Tyler, the psychotic parent who hears the voice of his long-dead son telling him to kill again, and Logan, the sex-crazed camp counselor who apparently gets turned on by the possibility of being beheaded. And me. I mean, is that an option? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, if you're offering. I mean... Um, if is if this is your first time listening to the Popular Apocrypha podcast, welcome. We are a comedic pop culture podcast uh, where we discuss various improvements that can be made to characters and, and the stories they are in, often with the delicacy of a jackhammer, precision of a shotgun, and using the amount of background research equivalent to that one friend you have who bases all their opinions of movies based solely on the trailers. But we got the job done. <laughs> Just making you aware. <laughs> Um, but we have been doing this for a whole year now, and we really want to make year two even better for you, the listener. Uh, we just recently launched our Kickstarter, lasting the whole month of July, and hoping to raise enough money to take this podcast to the next level with new microphones, a mixer, hosting fees, and various other equipment. Um, we've had, honestly, a crap ton of fun making this podcast for you guys, and we want to make year two an even bigger and better year to remember in the history of the podcast, so uh, if you guys like what we do and would like to support us in this year two, that rhymed, I wasn't trying to, but <laughs> rhyme, uh, please go to kickstarter.com and search Popular Apocrypha to check out our, our goals, videos, rewards. Um, we got stuff like a uh, rockin' t-shirt that Logan made, um, poster. That, uh, I made the design for. Made the design for. Didn't, Make it a t-shirt in my hand. <laughs> Each back t-shirt there. is knitted together by, by me, by my own hair. You'll know it's personal to me because it'll smell like me. Mm. Um, uh, access to backstage <laughs> content and more. Um, if you could leave a donation, any amount helps. And we so appreciate you guys. So thanks for being rocking too. Uh, with that, on with the show. So, so this episode is a flashback to our second episode we ever did based on Alien. Uh, Following the same horror genre, uh, we'll be doing Jason for today's episode. Also similar to episode two, I know nearly nothing. But (laughs) let's let's do a a warm-up, shall we? Um, Episode two saw us doing a word association game to kick things off. So we're gonna do that again, Uh, re-explain the rules. Excuse me, Uh, the rules are simple. One person starts off by saying a word, oh, all the verbs, and then the next person has five seconds to say a word associated with the previous word. No words can be repeated. If they are repeated, you're out. And since not many of us in this room are super privy to Jason lore, um, the word association game is gonna center around camp, okay? Um, And then lastly, uh, the other two players in the group will be the judges of the word's validity as a logical progression from the previous word. Cool. All right, you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Ready. Cool, sweet. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna start out, and we're gonna go to my left. So Tyler and then Logan and then back to me, okay? I'm nervous. It's gonna be great. Mm. You ready? Yeah. Um, let's do cabin. Tree. Woodworking. Uh, <laughs> Shiv. <laughs> Crazy. 
<laughs> crafts. <laughs> crafts. <laughs> um, paper mache. Art. Sorry, I was adjusting the microphone. Um, uh, lanyards. For art? Yeah. I make lanyards for okay. Keys. Cars. Headlights. Uh, I, my brain died. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> Roadkill. Oh, no, we'll, we'll reset. Oh, so okay. I'm out. Had one, though. I'm out. <laughs> so now, Logan, you start. Oh, okay. And it's going to go back and forth between you and Tyler, and I'd like it to be rapid fire. Okay. Okay. Lake. Pond. Swimming. Canoeing. Rowing. Sailboat. Uh, f- flashing. Flashing? How is that? I meant sailboat? to say I meant to say skinny dipping, but I was but I said sailboat? flashing instead. Well, it's still something. Oh, yeah, water. I've seen water. plenty of I mean, I still, videos. I, get, like, I, get, I still lost, but I mean, I haven't. Yeah. Where are you seeing these? Sorry, I I think Tyler won that round. I think that skinny dipping that that would have worked. Yeah, but for some reason my brain went flashing. flashing. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's what you do when you when you come take your clothes of, off, or when you come out of the water. Fair. Um, or if the water is really clear. Yep. I mean, flashing isn't like if. if <laughs> but is that a question? Like, if you're continuously naked, are you continuously flashing people, or is flashing just like a one-time thing? I think thing? flashing is the reveal. What is yeah, the that's opposite what I thought too. of a never nude? Of a never nude? A, a, a nudist? That's literally what it would be. <laughs> well, some nudists are like only nudists part of the time, right? Or is that what a nudist has to be? Is that they're always nude? It depends. I'm sure. So an always nude. This is where we got to. <laughs> Based um, off of camp. Do you want to do another round? Sure. Sure. Okay, Tyler, do you want to start? Sure. Um, let's go with knots. Uh, ropes. Boy Scout. Eagle. Uh, long hikes. Hmm. Tired. Camping. Hiking boots. Laces. Pain. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, where to go from there? Specifically, um, leg pain. pain. <laughs> uh, sunburns. Mm. Ooh, all the time. <laughs> I mean, uh, SPF seventy. Um, white peeling. Hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> Breakfast. Huh. Uh, huevos. Okay. Huevos. <laughs> Mexico. <laughs> Drug cartels. Oh boy. <laughs> I don't like where this is going. <laughs> uh, the border crossing. Wall. <laughs> Trump. <laughs> Hillary. Okay. <laughs> oh, I think we all win that one. I think we all lose that one. I think we all lost we that one. We all definitely lost. Um, Whoa. So, nice to warm up. Thank you, Kanye. Very cool. <laughs> Oh, I should have said Kanye. Yes. Oh, and I would have said Yee. I would have said Jesus. Yeah. Um, well, I guess let's let's get into Jason, or rather, <laughs> not not the best word choice there, but um, Jason gets into us. Fair with his machete. Uh, sure, that's where I was going. Yep. Sure, that's what the kids are calling it these days. Mm, uh, uncomfortable. Uh, I need an adult. I am an adult. Mm, different adult, please. Um, <laughs> I would like a substitute adult. Jason's lore is... Jason Lorehees. But uh, <laughs> Jason's lore... The look just gave me was... Uh, Pride. I wish you could have seen it. <laughs> hey, if you support our Kickstarter and we get live streaming for these episodes, you can see the looks I give Logan. Mm-hmm. In all their incredible 4K, horrifying detail. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes um, they're annoyed. Sometimes they're slightly interested. Sometimes, sometimes they're, they're aroused. Sometimes they're really interested. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jason Lorhees, uh is absolutely busting at the seams with all the content available. Um, he has a lot going on, to say the least. So to save time, um, let's hit the highlights. Jason Voorhees was born in the small town of Crystal Lake on June 13th, 1946 to Elias and Pamela Voorhees. Uh, Jason, when he was born, was afflicted with uh, facial deformities, uh, a condition called hydrocephalus, which is basically the uh, like your cranium swells with fluid. And that's a real thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and it produces an abnormally large head. And I, if I believe I researched the condition correctly, it doesn't normally cause like disabilities really um just a lot of pain um but jason suffered from mental disabilities uh pamela raised jason on her own in her home like located on the outskirts of camp crystal lake uh jason's mom actually worked as the cooks or the camp's cook and as such would bring him with her to work often the other kids unfortunately would bully jason and one day he tried to run from them towards the lake the kids caught up with him threw him in the lake and let him drown. The counselors met that were meant to watch over the kids were off having sex in the woods. As you do. Yes, as you do. Um, his body was never found, as in Jason's body was never found, uh, but the camp closed soon after. Pamela would then go on to murder everyone who tried to reopen the camp as revenge for her son dying. Uh, Jason, fun fact, was not actually the main killer in the first movie, nor was he intended to be the main antagonist of the series. Uh, but then through the other movies, he became the main antagonist. Um, one eventual camp counselor, uh, after you know Pamela was killing all these people off, one eventually did survive by killing Pamela and uh, coincidentally beheading her with a machete. Jason, again, somehow revived. This phrase, by the way, somehow revived, comes up a lot in the lore. Um, he, in the woods, witnesses his mom get beheaded. Uh, he goes over to her dead body, picks up her head and her body, takes into the woods to a shack that he's built after, again, you know, being reanimated somehow, and then uh, basically creates a shrine to her in the woods. Uh, then after he creates a shrine, he goes on a murdering spree, lasting many movie installments. Um, he goes to Manhattan at one point, um, and then at the very, like, towards the end, he goes to space. Uh, Jason X. That's pretty cool. Uh, some fun facts about Jason. He probably feels pain, but not the same way we do. He reacts in a very human way when he gets hit by things, um, but he can survive a lot more than normal humans can. Um, he has like some sort of morals-ish. Um, he, he won't kill kids under the age of 13, as far as movie lore goes nor will he injure animals. Um, so that's kind of his thing he likes to do. He's always quick in his killing, uh, and the like victim suffering isn't very long unless they struggle against him, and then he goes all out and makes it as painful as possible. Uh, in the Freddy v. Jason movies, there's a couple scenes where a uh, one of the actors or one of the, the people in the movie uh, helps save Jason from Freddy, because Freddy's about to get the drop on Jason, but the person, uh, like, their plan is to use Jason as the way to kill Freddy, because I guess the people that are in that movie are originally from the town that Freddy is terrorizing. And so Freddy 
uh, I guess, seen as the main villain. And even though Jason is killing people, the people from that town see Jason as like the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So they try to use Jason to kill Freddy. Um, but anyway, needless to say, the person that helped save Jason from Freddy's attacks, he did not kill. Hmm. So that's kind of an interesting thing. Um, Jason has been called by his creators a, quote, psycho savant, end quote. Um, he's very smart and has shown strategic capabilities in, in several of the movies. Uh, he believes his actions are based on pleasing his mother uh, and her desire to seek revenge on the people that let her son die, uh, not really for any personal gain. Um, he's an interesting character with a lot of lore, kind of campy in some regards. Uh, <laughs> hey. Not really intended to be the one, but he, in some regards, like horror movie type stuff, a little campy. Um, Jason reanimates a lot um, for other associated reasons, like and the reasons they give her crazy, like, there's one part where Jason becomes this zombie revenant Jason, where he's stabbed by a, like, metal stake from one of his past, like, victims, and the lightning reanimates him and brings him back to life. There's another scene where there's a, like, a child medium or, like, a, a teenager who's a telekinetic and is trying to resurrect her dead father but accidentally makes contact with Jason's body and resurrects him. And then wow. the end of the movie, she finally connects to her dead father and brings him back to life. And his ghost pulls Jason back into the lake. Pretty crazy stuff. Um, again, Jason goes to space. So there's one movie called Jason X where he's trying to kill someone and he hits a cryostasis pod or whatever. And it breaks open and freezes him. And then he wakes up in a spaceship and uh, um, then is in space. <laughs> um <laughs> Basically, the bare bones of Jason are he's nigh unstoppable. He heals at a rapid rate. Um, he's basically a super-powered killer. Um, there's some scenes where, like, biological progression, the only way he could have gotten there was by swimming at 100 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. Like, when he goes to Manhattan. Like, something like that. Like, he just swims really fast or whatever. But then there's other scenes where... He's clearly afraid of the water because that's where he died. So he's kind of inconsistent in many ways. Like the lore is a little inconsistent just as kind of horror movie lore is generally. Um, but yeah, he's got a lot to work with. He's an interesting character and I honestly don't know where to start because he's all over the place. I mean, he's, he's going to be tough in that any suggestion we might make may already exist just by lore. You know what I mean? Do you think the writers know, like, that he's ridiculous and write him to be more ridiculous? I, the, the, the impression I got from all the research I did is that they are pretty passionate about his character. Mm -hmm. Like, like, for example, the random fact where he doesn't kill animals mm -hmm. um, was drawn out of a creative decision where uh, there was a certain scene where it was written that he was supposed to kick a dog. Mm -hmm. And the director or the writer was like, no, he doesn't do that. Mm -hmm. So, like, there's certain elements in which he, it, like, his lore is cared about. There's other elements in which, like, you know... He goes they, to space. He, he goes to space. Yeah. He's Jason X. He goes to space. Mm -hmm. And then a freaking android, like, murks him. And then he ends up in the in the medical bay, gets reanimated by the AI, and becomes a cyborg, re revenant zombie Jason that's like half metal and can do anything. Like, I think 
perhaps with like the first few movies, there was a consistent sense of what this, and I feel like it happens in a lot of movies. Like in the first few movies, there's a consistent sense of who this thing or this character is and what it should be. And then the next reinstallments have to reinvent the wheel. So what's the next Mm -hmm. twist we're going to do? Yeah. I mean, and then it kind of gets to this and he was in a time where movies were kind of campy. Mm hmm. That's true. You know, so when he's did, kind of a product of the time. When did the first one come out? Ah, I know that the the last one, Jason X, came out in the 90s. Okay. Um, so that was the, the last one made? No. So Jason X uh, happened. And then if I... The chronology is kind of weird. I'm trying to remember the chronology. Uh, I believe Freddy V. Crew, or Freddy v. Jason uh, was after Jason X. And then they tried to do a reboot of Friday the 13th That's recently, like in the 2000s. <laughs> yeah. And it was kind of an interesting twist on it and kind of a flop. And it's, then there's the video games, too. Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. yep, the video yeah. games. Um, and Jason is a playable character in Mortal Kombat. And, like, he's, I mean, he's a um, pervasive force in terms of horror, For right? Sure. Like, he's one of the few horror characters who goes by a first name, but you automatically know who it is. Mm -hmm. Freddy is one of them. Mm -hmm. Jason is the other. Like, you know who that is. Chucky. Yeah. 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 One of those, like, if you think of, like, oh, name a horror character, like, Jason would be one of the first ones you think of. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's iconic. Mm -hmm. Um, Perhaps owed to his campiness. Like, how he is virtually unstoppable. And, like, the fact that, you know, Jason, Jason's, like, thing right his um cincher or whatever like because freddy's cincher is that he can attack you in dreams right like oh that that is pretty scary like you have to sleep at some point right but i think almost subconsciously maybe psychologically jason attacks you in the heat of pleasure okay during sex right so like that's why the movies are popular yeah also that sex scenes it's there's sex there's a lot of sex scenes Mm -hmm. so like even subconsciously like you know, Freddy is the dream guy. Mm-hmm. Chucky is the like he's the dream the dream guy. guy. Chucky is the like the childhood like creepy doll thing, and then Jason is like the sex guy, like <laughs> the sex the guy. sex guy. He also has an iconic look though too. Uh, yeah, like actually, he's, he's big, he's stocky, and he has the the hockey mask. Yeah. So, so fun fact about that: shady. Jason uh, has had many people play him. They've usually always been stuntmen because stuntmen are big, hulky dudes, and you don't have to talk for your role. True. Um, he originally in the first movie um, showed his face, like what he looked like as a kid, mm-hmm. um, and then he kind of came back as this weird, like towards the end of the movie. Uh, kind of nightmare apparition at the very end of the movie where he comes out of the lake and grabs someone. Um, in the second movie, he attacks campers wearing a bag on his head. Hmm. And then he attacks a teenager and steals his hockey mask. So I think oh. it's only in the third movie, hmm. the second or the third movie, where he gets his iconic look from. He's he's had a couple looks before that. And then Jason X, whoo, uh, when he's a, a Terminator cyborg man, um, he gets like a metal faceplate, like that looks like the hockey mask. That like, looks very much like the hockey mask. But yeah, it's like a metal, and it's actually like if I remember the picture correctly, above his eyes, it's just a giant like X that goes beneath his eyes. <laughs> but he's not called Jason X when he's a cyborg. He's called Uber Jason. Oh, but Uber the movie Jason. is called Uber Jason. Jason. Yeah, but Jason X is because hmm. you know X is associated with outer space right. or the future. That's why it's the iPhone ten. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So extreme again, like he is so absolutely busting at the seams with lore mm-hmm. and stuff about him. And he's so iconic. Um, so here's the main question I, I kind of want to pose yes. after hearing all this. Yes. Do we want to, uh, I feel like we could go two ways with this. Yes. We could either one, I think you're on the same brain train as me, reinvent the character completely mm-hmm. or two, continue the storyline and make something else like more ridiculous after he goes to space. Fair. Like, because I feel like you could go a lot of different places. I mean, if you could go to space, right? Sky is not the limit anymore. <laughs> keep keep this, keep the character the same. Invent a new story, mm-hmm. or reinvent the character. Because has he gone really through much development? <laughs> um, I mean, his like sole purpose mm-hmm. is to terrify teenagers and to like seek revenge for his mom's death. Or whatever. And that will never be truly fulfilled? No. Okay. No. Uh, so we kind of have a static character almost. Very static. I mean, so the only development he truly has is different iterations of him, mm-hmm. right? So like Gen-, Gen 1 Jason is his human form mm-hmm. or whatever human form can be reanimated and like heal itself and mm-hmm. swim at 100 miles an hour, right? There, um, And then... Gen 2 is him after he's been reanimated by lightning. He's now like a zombie revenant Jason, but still maintains all of his memories and doesn't want to eat people's brains or anything. Mm-hmm. He's just more powerful than before and undead. And then Gen 3 is when he's in space, and he is now cyborg revenant, crazy human-powered Jason. Um, so every change that's happened to Jason has been external and only really reinforced his current traits. Mm-hmm. Um Fun story. Uh, do you guys know what the, the Evil Dead is? The series The Evil Dead? I've heard of it. Okay, I don't, I'm not too familiar with it, though. Um, there was like a little... In one of the movies, there was a an Easter egg where in uh, Jason's mom's basement, uh, one of the scenes showed the Necronomicon, which is from The Evil Dead, in the basement. So it kind of became like lore that Jason is called a... It's like a deadite, which is from the series of Evil Dead, and it's like a reanimated... like undead being hmm. um, from that series, but Jason is that, which would explain all of his powers. Hmm. Right? And then that was kind of headcanon, and then the writers came out and said, we consider it canon. Hmm. And so, that's interesting too. Like, he's kind of in flux. You know? Mm-hmm. So, I agree. I think I think there could either be, we, we make a new villain, we make a new guy, mm-hmm. or we make a new story. Yeah. I don't know where to go with it. That's that's kind of why I posed the question. Mm-hmm. I have a few scattered questions so that I can do kind it. of align with this. Do it. So my first question is um, related. Um, I'm kind of beholden to wanting his uh, his thing to be, you know, he's killing people in the midst of pleasure, right? Uh-huh. What exactly that looks like, I'm open to discussion. For you, it would be um, Fallout. For me, it'd be long playing Fallout. It just pops out. He just comes no. through the screen. Yep. He looks like a ghoul. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I'm not so sure about the uh, camp. Uh huh. I'm not. I don't. I don't know. That's mm-hmm. one question. Mm-hmm. Another question mm-hmm. is: Should he have died as a kid, or should it have been as an adult? Or mm-hmm. see, I was thinking like, so he died as a kid, right, in the original yes. story, right? Yep. But he appears as an adult. Yeah. Which I don't quite understand that. Also, is uh, inconsistency of the lore, which the Necronomicon bit explains. 
because he is his mom uses a net like in the supposed head canon now I guess accepted as canon his mom uses the Necronomicon to resurrect Jason mm-hmm. and Jason in being resurrected becomes his adult demon form hmm. yeah see, see I was kind of thinking in my head like what if he's kind of like a, a Billy Batson Shazam situation where he gains a power to like become adult but he still has like the child form or maybe like the bloated drowned child form Mm. That would be pretty scary too. That would be scary. Or what if Jason is like the exact like like Shazam? So what if he's normally this kid, like this yeah, normal yeah. kid, like that just is out there walking around living but his also life, dead. but happens to be dead, but the kid doesn't realize it, and then says some word suddenly or, reanimates, <laughs> or, or suddenly dies, but doesn't realize it. <laughs> he, so he's he has mm. previously died and has no memory of this, right? And then he says some word like Shazam and becomes this hulking, like, Can it be Jason. a really ridiculous word? Oh, I hope so. I would hope so. Blather and blather, Skype. DuckTales reference. <laughs> I think in Gizmo Duck. He only turns into Big Big Daddy Jason when... <laughs> Big Daddy Jason! Big Daddy Jason. Coming in! When he says DuckTales. <laughs> and, he's, and he's only... No, his word is Daddy. <laughs> and, and that's when when he's summoned because uh, when two people are having sex and they say daddy, yes. that's when he oh. he's summoned. Super, this is my favorite. So that's one question I have. We should revisit this. Oh my god. <laughs> but another question I have, probably to me a more pressing question, um, uh, is so the, the things that he doesn't kill, right? Yes. That one person from the... the Freddy B. Jason. Yeah, he like chooses not to kill her. Um, he also doesn't kill kids. Kids and animals. And animals. Okay. He should have a dog. Mm, well, that, that's a good question. Also, there's I been like that a idea. couple times in the movies where uh, people have stumbled upon his shrine to his mom, mm. and they have stolen the clothes off his mom and dressed up as his mom, and he doesn't kill them. He's like, oh, you're my mom. What, why, why would they steal the clothes from my shrine? Dude... Those look like nice. Why know. does Jason go to space? Why is Jason <laughs> in New York City? Why does Why? Jason? <laughs> so my question. Just gonna steal these clothes here. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> nice sweater. Look at that. Yeah, a beheaded, a decapitated head, and some candles. So I'm gonna take the clothes yeah. here, dude. That's me playing Fallout. <laughs> I just take everything, looting everything. <laughs> yeah. Also, fun story. Uh, most of the people in the movies that survive to the end of the movie die in the next one. Hmm. So like, oh, so like Alien. Yeah. So in in the first movie, the camp counselor that beheads Jason's mom, right? Mm-hmm. In the next movie, uh, one of the opening scenes, I guess, is her opening her fridge and Jason has put his mom's head in her fridge to scare her. She's mm. freaked out around and he stabs her in the head. Instantly died. So like there's never really consistent there's a couple consistent characters, but not very many. But Jason is the consistent character. He is the consistent antagonist. He's the connector. So regarding things and people that mm. he doesn't kill. Yes. Would Jason kill furries? Because he doesn't kill How animals. How old are they? That's the next story. Mm. Yeah, that, that's the continuation <laughs> after the space. It's him being conflicted over... In the current political landscape. Wait, how, how old? What's the cutoff age? 13. 13? So what if they're like 12 and a half year old furries at a convention? They wouldn't die. Well, yeah, but, but my question is, like, what if they're older than 13? They would die. What if he doesn't... But, but they're furries. How would he know? Jason is... 
He literally he would know. reanimates himself. <laughs> but, but like they identify as animals, right? Or right. Like, they or identify they as do, animals. Or they have an animal fursona. So they right. don't necessarily identify right. as animals, Some but they do. do have a fursona. Right. Yes. So I don't is, want to speak ill of furries at all. But, no, it's the but. next, is the next uh, se- sequence. Mm-hmm. The next part in the sequence is it Jason getting some character development through being conflicted about whether or not he needs to kill these furry and then they And then counselors. it makes it even worse when they start having sex and he's like, oh, but, what do I do? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> or Jason winds up at Comic-Con and they think he's cosplaying himself, but he just kills people. <laughs> But who would be having pleasure at, at Comic-Con? Who isn't? Fair. Everyone's waiting in lines. And it's sweaty. Really hot. I yeah. mean, like, at the, okay, this may date this this episode, but at the time of this podcast, Anime Expo is going on, and I've heard it's like 105 degrees in California right now. Oof. No. People are wearing lots thanks. of cosplay. Yeah. Sweat tea. Mm-hmm. Um, so... You haven't answered my question about furries, FYI. I don't know if I want to answer <laughs> that's, question That's a possible furries. next movie okay. that they can okay. make. Yeah. I think... We can come back to that. Thank you. What would be interesting is to maybe, uh, like, I kind of... It's probably a bad decision, but I do kind of want to tackle the character. I agree. More than the story. Right. Um, again, maybe I'll regret it, but I think the character should be... Um, revamped. If anything, to to say that because Jason is an iconic character, maybe making a Jason-like character in honor of him, mm-hmm. like with the same origin stories or whatever. Um, I don't like. Maybe we keep the same drowning thing, or as a kid, or as an adult, or I have a possible kind of like goal-oriented question. Mm, okay, possible idea. Let's say he uh, is kind of a Full Metal Alchemist situation where he wants to bring back his dead mom, mm-hmm. but in order That's to do cool. that, he has to kill a certain number of people, mm. and then so it's like Jack Sparrow and Davy Jones. Yeah, kind of. Kind of like, but sort of. a little bit. But uh, but then like he brings back his mom, he dies, and then his mom has to do the same thing. Yes, the and it's just continues. switching, switching back and forth. That'd be interesting because I think I think it's kind of interesting how like you know uh the mom is the one like taking revenge on you know about jason's death but then jason comes back and then his mom dies and he's kind of taking revenge for her apparently so while his mom is killing to revenge jason Mm -hmm. jason's alive in the woods yeah that's i I was wondering that too yeah like he's alive in the woods waiting for his mom to find him mm -hmm. she never finds him he walks out of the woods in time to see his mom die hey mom so he's just a failure of a child mm-hmm. i think like, it so I, she doesn't know he's alive right no okay she thinks he's dead okay yeah he so, so he's how dead. how is he brought back again just somehow he suddenly reanimates okay re-animates. but it's not her doing unless you accept the necronomicon lore right okay. which says that she tried to bring him back thought it didn't work ended up actually bringing him back so it's literally like full metal alchemist yeah <laughs> or the original series not brotherhood anyway I think but, the only, like, I like that. The only issue I have with it is that Jason's mom, from everything that we've gotten from the movies, is significantly less powerful than Jason. Oh, okay. You know? But, but I mean, she's, like, just a normal person in the first movie, Just right? a normal person killing yeah. people. No, normal psycho person. Normal you know? psycho person. And yeah. then Jason is the 
literally picks a man up and crushes his skull off the ground and then drops him to the floor. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And they haven't brought his mom back at all? She's come back in um, visions, mm-hmm. like in flashbacks. Hmm. She also was used, like, Freddy took on his mom's form Ooh. to convince Jason to go back to Freddy's hometown to start killing people, putting them in a panic, and getting Freddy more power. Hmm. Because at the time of the movie, the people in that town have suppressed their knowledge of Freddy in order to combat him. Because if they're not afraid of him, he doesn't have power. So he uses Jason, sends him to the town to get fear going so he has power. Jason gets mad that he was used and it wasn't his mom, and that's why they fight. Hmm. See, I'm kind of surprised like they haven't brought his mom back in some sort of capacity. Like, yeah. maybe as, like, some sort of psycho, like, enemy to Jason. Fair. Or, and then again, like, I, again, I might not have read all the lore entirely, and that might have happened, but as far as I can tell, I feel like that would have been, been brought back as visions. I feel like that would have been an important point you would have seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do know that in a, one of the recent video games that has come out, where you, you play as Jason, mm-hmm. um, it's like a really cartoony looking animated it's like a you're him and you slide across the this like 10 by 10 tile floor to like have to kill all the people but you can't stop moving anyway um you you're you're given tips by his uh reanimated dead mom's head who is still chopped off but she like telepathically talks to him yeah and see that's a a weird thing too to kind of further what logan's saying about the fact that they are connected right is that when Jason was supposedly dead, his mom heard Jason talking to her, telling her to kill people. Okay. When his mom died, Jason now hears his mom telling him to kill people. Hmm. So they're like psychically connected in a weird, like murderous way. Mm-hmm. So to like further what you're saying, that would make sense if they're connected in other ways. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I, I, I don't think I'm that off base by saying like his mom is an important character to the story, he, to the lore is important in that she started the cycle of killing. Yeah. She's the inciting incident of the entire... Mm-hmm. Well, the inciting incident is him dying, but, like, the yeah. murderous rampage is what's... He dies, yeah. but the only person that ever cared about him in his life is his mom. Okay. So what his mom says goes. And mm-hmm. his mom is telling him to kill people. Mm-hmm. While they're having sex. Yep. Specifically. While, I mean, not everyone's having sex while he kills them. Some people are playing Fallout. Fair. Um, actually, fun story in Jason X. Playing Capture the Flag. He is frozen, right? Mm-hmm. By that crypto, whatever, or a cryo sleep. He's frozen. What brings him back to life, unfreezes him, is not like a heating element or like they don't unthaw him. He's sitting there frozen. Uh, the teenagers that are on this space field trip have sex near him in the same exhibit room. He literally just unfreezes because he's like, sex around me? (laughs) Um, Like, one of the creators of it is like, sex is the, like, the pheromone drive that, like, makes him go psycho. Same. (laughs) But in a murderous way. Same. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, I think we have to, like, pick a path, right? Like, something that we need to do. Well, should he still be motivated by sex, by pleasure? That was my question as well. I think that that the answer to that should be yes. But I think we should expand it. forms. Yeah. Exactly. Not necessarily just sex. What about any physical-based pleasure? So, So like, like, getting high. Like kissing? I was thinking... Like like kissing? I was thinking more like (laughs) what Logan was saying. 
I was thinking more like what Logan was saying with like uh, being like wrapped in a thunder blanket, drugs, or eating something that you like really really crave. Even. Like getting into bed after a after a long day <laughs> with some hot cocoa. Yep, that, that's the opening scene. <laughs> It'd be a copy like, of like Seven, but make him like the Seven Deadly Sins or whatever. Like putting on a new pair of wool socks. Ooh, that's so nice. <laughs> Pulling a blanket out of the dryer. Mmm. Oh. <laughs> the oddly satisfying things. Yeah. Every time you're watching an oddly satisfying compilation, <laughs> Jason shows up. Kicks down the door. <laughs> when you're playing with Play-Doh. But only if it's physically impacting you. Mm -hmm. If it's just only in your head then doesn't count. Mm -hmm. Like getting drunk, getting high. Any of it. Mm -hmm. hmm. Or make it only... Masturbating. Does he? Does he kill people who are masturbating? It's never shown. Hmm. Only food or like... <laughs> food gasms. Like only food or drink based. If they're really, really, really enjoying whatever they're consuming. Oh, and then, yeah, that would make sense since his mom was a cook. That would make sense. Like... A gourmet chef comes to the camp. And consumables? Oh, that's really where he goes off mm -hmm. the hinges. Brownies. <laughs> oh. Pot brownies. Fair. Does not take any of that. Really hates oh. Elmo and Cookie Monsters oh. traveling. Yep. There we go. They're Food his arch nemesis, but arch they're always nemesis. on the move. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cool. <laughs> ah, jeez, man. Sniffing glue. I think either any physical based pleasure yeah, I think or just... Food and beverage. Just imagine, like, just really wholesome stuff, you know, like getting a blanket out of a dryer. <laughs> just like, <gasps> just breaks her window. <sighs> I think. Like, like, you see them, like, covered in the blanket, and then you see, like, the other side of the blanket, like, him pop out. <laughs> like, carnal pleasure. Like, like food? Yeah, like. Like physical like, pleasure. Uh, bestial pleasure. Yeah. Not just sex. Right. But it could be anything where it's animalistic. Mm -hmm. In nature, mm -hmm. it just got really. So you're taking a really, a really great why. dump. Ooh. And Jason. <laughs> and Jason. A lot of people die in horror movies when they're going out to pee. That is so true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, it's really nice, man. You're about their body's about to explode, and it's like I'm good. They're or about you're... to feel really, really, really good, and no. And no. Or you're showering after like three days of not showering. Exactly. Okay, so he's a he's a carnal pleasure killer, mm -hmm. yeah. right? Yeah. Who's attracted? He can like sense when that's happening. Mm -hmm. Is we... this still in a camp? Is it still camp based? What about? Well, the it's not necessarily the fact that it's a camp. Okay. It's the fact that the lake that he yeah. died in is at the camp. Right. But that people keep trying to camp at that camp. So I guess a better people question is... Camp on that camp. <laughs> I guess a better question is, how does he die? How do we want Jason to die? Initially? Yes. Like the initial the death? The initial impetus of death for him. I mean, I feel like the uh, negligence is a good thing mm -hmm. that we should yeah. keep. It was... I mean, it's not a good thing... But, like, but, but I mean, like, <laughs> you know, the, the counselors were getting blankets out of the dryer <laughs> instead of looking after him. For all the other kids, but That's going to become him. an innuendo now. He <laughs> <laughs> was getting a blanket out of the dryer the other night. It does make some of his early killing vengeful in a sense. Right. Not like he's killing to kill. It's more... Killing out of vengeance. kind of justified. Yeah. Not I really, mean, well, but... Like, in the sense of... Oh, I can see why that might yeah. be a thing. Mm -hmm. Rather than Texas Chainsaw Massacre, he's like, I'm just killing people. 
Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, skin will put them on my face. <laughs> like a bounce. <laughs> but like, you know, so I, I agree that there's the negligence should should mm. be involved. Just had an idea. Okay. Oh, I want to propose this to you. Hey, while people are listening to ASMR videos too. Yes. Um, here, here's an idea. Yes. Instead of a camp yeah. and still water based and still bullying based because he's killed by the other kids, right? He gets swirly. He's put into the lake and then allowed to drown. Right. So yeah. what if it's like a carnival on a pier mm. and it's the ocean? I feel like a lot of horror movies take advantage of the carnival trope, though. Yeah, I just wanted it to be really alliterative because we have the... Uh, uh, carnival camp? The, well, carnival camp. Carnival. Um, yeah. Corn. N- no, stop. <laughs> corn. No, the He's carnal. eating corn and chokes on corn. Carnal camp carnival. I just like these. <laughs> I just like the C word, so I wanted it to be carnival. Okay. I mean, what if, like... I like the idea of camp just because, like, he could also go to, like, Camp Half-Blood. What if his mom is a prostitute? Not a cook. Not a cook. And he... Prostitute cook. She is, like, you know... She cooks he's ex- for a brothel. She's a prostitute and a cook. Mm. Okay. And She's good at one of those. Good at both. And... He, she, he is killed maybe by one of her clients or by something like that. And then, like, maybe maybe the brothel in which she works is on a lakeside. And then he's, like, thrown in by her client or whatever in a drunken rage because he was, like, listening in. You know, like, what's this kid doing here? In her drunken rage, throws him out. The mom then kills the client. Because she just saw what he did to her son, thinks that he's dead, and then is like killing, you know, Johns that are like hiring prostitutes. Like she's goes on that killing thing, and then it kind of takes this weird thing where it's like now she's kind of doing a weirdly not like it's not seen as as like there's still the carnal pleasure is there I guess. I don't know. What do you think? Can it be based in like 1800s Louisiana? Ooh. In the bayou? Yeah. Oh, have I don't why. I, I just want that. Like, make him like a swamp man kind of yeah, guy? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. But, like, still but I mean, the signature look. And then he could do some, like, I think. some super, like, crazy kills where he, like, hangs someone over, like, he holds someone over a bayou and a crocodile comes yes. out and just chomps him in oh half. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That'd be so but good. then he's not doing the killing, though. Well, Oh, he's used he's, a couple of different instruments of death. But I'm, I was just thinking, what if... Um, we bring in so instead of the what was it called the thing that was used to bring him back supposedly the Necronomicon. What if it's more like a <laughs> Hey um, guys, I'm going to Necronomicon. What if it's more like a, I'm gonna have a deep piano. in the bayou like magical like voodoo esque sort of thing? Haven't there been some horror movies that have taken place in like swamps? I like, mean, I would imagine from that sure. Yeah, I'm sure there yeah. have been. Hmm. I'm just thinking, what if it was like 1800s Louisiana bayou? Where the same, that what you were just talking about is happening in like the, at the outskirts of New Orleans as this brothel that his mom's working at, um, and that all of that happens in that sort of. Scene. Okay, <laughs> you know what? Screw it. <gasps> Let's go space. No, not back to space. Eighteen hundreds space. space. Bayou. Let's go to yes space by fifteen hundreds Ireland. Okay. 
I should have oh. known that that's where oh, he was Jason. going with this. Let's go to 1500. Oh, Jason. Ireland. Oh, I just pulled the blanket out of the, out of, <laughs> off the fire. He's. Oh, it feels so good, Jason. A killer that is also supernatural, okay? But his mom is a banshee. And he's mm. a will o wisp. No, no. But <laughs> perhaps he's the product of a banshee and a will o wisp. Mm. And so he's a fiery screamer. That would kind of explain why he's like he can he can pop around still, like he can move between different places. But also he centers around lakes because banshees are kind of like associated with castles and lakes. And will o wisps are too, right? And and then it would be he would like haunt or he would visit castles. Right in the height of their power, mm. like when the when the royalty that's mm. occupying the castle is in the height of their power, and they and would terrorize the castle. And there would often be mistresses of like the king, mistresses, oh. feasts, banquets, oh. warm blankets. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean, probably. Imagine Jason coming out of the lake, and he's like, uh, maybe we just put him like he's got a bag kind of over his head. But you can see like the will o wisp like blue eyes through or the mask. What if he wears like a, a night helmet, but it's like somehow like off in some way? What mm. if it's a night helmet that he made and he's not very crafty and it kind of looks like a ski mask? Or not a ski mask, a yeah, hockey, hockey mask. mask. Like super vaguely. But like you can you can get it. Yeah. And then just imagine him like you see him coming out of the lake towards your castle. Like, or a lone knight sees it and it's like goes to ring the alarm and looks back and he's gone. Oh my gosh. That'd be like, yeah. What do you think? It could work. I, I don't see many like horror stories take place not in modern times, mm -hmm. which I don't know how I feel about that. Right. I feel like, I mean, you have like Jack the Ripper and stuff like that, but. Okay. My, my only question then becomes, uh, how does he die? Hmm. I mean, you could still have, like, negligence, like, he's part of, like, a ward or something, and you have, like, the, uh, like, a baron or something who is yeah. meant to take care of him. His mom is the cook at a castle. Yes. Mm -hmm. That he is, you know, he's one of the many children there. Mm -hmm. Of the servants. And, and of the servants. And, and they are taken care of, uh, supposed to be taken care of, by one of the older servant boys, or couple or of girls. boys or girls or whatever mm. um like five 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 older like teens that are supposed to care for the children right but they're off doing what they there, do there's a banquet getting someone mm. there's during a party the banquet. during the banquet people get a little too tipsy they're bullying him they throw him into the lake yep oh. and because it's a live banquet nobody hears of the adults and the teens are uh, off you know doing what they're doing mm. and the kids are bullying him and the same sort of story. And they don't think they're going to kill him. Right. They just like, he, he's just, just eat him away. Douse him or whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and then he, him. he dies. He drowns. Is is reanimated by. <laughs> somehow reanimated. Somehow reanimated by. By the Loch Ness Monster. A banshee. I was also. And a wisp. <laughs> I was thinking there should be a movie where they, they meet. Like there's some kind of magic where a banshee slash wisp, like destiny or whatever, or fate is involved. Right. Mm -hmm. And his mom eyes. still reacts and starts killing people in the castle, mm. right? And then and so it's kind of like a murder mystery ish. Yeah, and then every time hmm. someone tries to reoccupy the castle, like mm -hmm. people are dying, they find out it's this 
hermit lady that's been living in the castle. And then you could have like different nationalities trying to take over the the castle. So like, oh, like some someone from Denmark or like mm-hmm. the Romans try to take it. It could be over. on the border or something. Yeah. And then like, well, I mean the border, it's an island. Duh. Um, but like a Northern Ireland, a Northern Ireland. But so, so then the Vikings try to take it over. Yeah, and she she eventually gets killed, and then his spirit reanimates mm-hmm. and then starts into a suit of armor. To, yeah, to castles and stuff. I don't like a suit of armor then. I kind of like about like bog like. What about yeah? Like, I kind of like that too. Piece scattered pieces of armor like adhered to him. Yeah, and like. One on his arm, one on his leg, one on his, like, across the lower part mm-hmm. of his belly. But also, like, very kind of human-looking. Like, he has oh, yeah. binds. But, dick, dick, like, maybe it. some ribs. Like, you can see Ooh, some yeah. weird, like, mm-hmm. you can tell he's not human. But also, like, maybe the only part that you can see that's falling apart is his lower half, but then his face is covered, and then you just see that one, like, glowing eye or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. one? Yeah, just like one. that. Definitely. And then you, you know his, like, iconic sound by, like, this kind of ominous dripping. The yeah, sound is the, the different, like, the, the dripping the and the armor clanking. Yeah. It's that. And then there's this just really faint, like, there we go. Fancy kind of whine. Yep. Because of his mom. Oh, oh, oh. And then, like, a uh, wind, uh, wind chimes go like. Yeah. So, oh, it's just Spook- the trees. Spookums. Oh my gosh. Just, Ireland is rife in legends already. Yeah. Yeah. So just be adding to Instead him. of uh, Jason. Jason versus Freddy. It'd be Jason versus Loch Ness Monster. Exactly. But I don't want them to fight, though. Oh, Loch Ness Monster would win in a passive way. It would just, like, stop Jason somehow. It just wouldn't. He just wouldn't be able to. Like, Jason I mean, would arguably, have enough respect for us. It's like, Jason is magic. Loch Ness Monster is a dinosaur. Well, well arguably. And he doesn't kill. Well, does he still not kill animals? I would say so. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Or children. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Jason is now Possibly spelled J A E S O N. Is what? J A E S O N. I was wondering about the name. Jason. 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 Well, because Jason is a Greek name, right? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Or Latin name? Because, I mean, you have, like, Jason and the Argonauts. I, I want to say, yeah, I think you're right. It's, I think it is Latin. Based. It kind of sounds like a nerdy name, almost. But honestly, I, my name's Jason. <laughs> so calling him Avorhi sounds like a banshee. Vorhi. Avorhi. Did you hear the legend of the Vorhi? Yeah, like mm. taking out his like. Oh, top of the morning. Making him <laughs> less human-like. Top of the Vorhi. Like the locals know that he was Jason. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, they know who he is. That there was a boy named Jason. But now he became a Vorhi, which mm-hmm. is like a banshee. Like, Don't go out late or else the Vorhi will uh, get yeah. you. I mean, uh, the son of a banshee, really. That's the son, like, that's ooh, what, the that's son of a banshee a is a Vorhi. Mm. Mm. Ooh. I Okay. Rewriting national legends <laughs> and mythology here. <laughs> so should we just keep this story and just like just think of it in this context? Or should we think of like, what if it ha- what if he stays on through modern times. Well, who what is, if he gets cryogenically frozen? I mean, who is modern Jason's father? Modern Jason? Mm-hmm. Elias Voorhees. And he doesn't really have any... He, he does not appear. Hmm. Um, he appears... There were, like, some scenes where he was going to appear, and he didn't. Uh, I don't think... I think the only time he might appear is in a comic book, but as a flashback. What if um, Elias, right? Elias, Elias Voorhees... 
what if he is a descendant of Mama Voorhees, like the Mama in, in Ireland, that mm-hmm. Mama Voorhees is like brother, her brother, he is a descendant of. And mm-hmm. that like connection gives impetus to modern Jason. Like there's like a magic bloodline or whatever. Yeah. Or like a demon possessed bloodline or Yeah. Didn't like just dark darkness possess. Okay, Did, dude. <laughs> didn't Batman kinda do try to do that kind of thing where they like had like a like an ancient version of Batman or something? Probably. Or I know like in the new fifty two they had the what was it called? The the something of crows. Something of darkness, the the lead, the like evil legion, right? Yeah, there's like, I forget what it's called. See the ah, different thing about DC now. is Wait, it, like the League of Shadows. Yeah, I think that's what it's called, League of Shadows. In in, in the New Fifty Two, that was like the the deep dark. I'm well, the League of Shadows is like I'm Batman. So that's Raj Al Ghul. Yeah, that's oh, his no. organization. No, that's that's League of Assassins. Wait, what did I say? League of Shadows. Yeah. League of Assassins uh, is comics. I think League of two. Shadows is in Batman Begins. I think. Probably. I might be wrong on that. I All I know is that Batman is confusing in that there's so many alternate timelines. Yeah. That there's a, so that there's a universe where he does have descendants. There's a universe where he doesn't. Um, anyway. Yeah. Batman aside, I, I, think that, I think there should be some sort of relational connection down through the years to modern day Voorhees. Modern day Jason. A Voorhees. Um, yeah. Yeah. Ancient Jason to there is, Jason. Sorry, I just saw there is a uh, bad guy in a Batman issue in uh, June 2008 named Swagman. <laughs> okay. Um, I Jason Swagman Voorhees. <laughs> Swagman. Maybe it's less that there's like an actual familial connection than there is a something about lakes and tragedy or like there's like a like kind of that kind of dimensional connection i kind of i kind of like where you're going i think it just needs a little bit more concreteness to it Uh like some physical element that ties those people together like or or the places or is something from the ancient voice of the Voorhees. is something from his lake is now at the lake in United, the United States, like if, if that was the case, then it would all make sense. Like if it's even if it's a rock, like with a carving on it or something, I don't know. Some some physical thing to connect the two is what I'm looking for personally. We could have either a, uh, you know, uh, we could say the camp that is in Friday the Thirteenth was founded by Irish, like Irish descendants of that original castle. That, like, town. They're like their cornerstone where they mark it is from their familial castle, which mm, is in Ireland. Okay. I like that. Or we could say that this version of Jason, the Voorhee that exists in Ireland, right. is an alternate timeline or an alternate dimensional version of Jason. Mm. Oh, okay. So then we keep Jason's iconic. Right. But we just say this is like what DC does and makes a new timeline. Or third option is we tweak just barely um, the modern Jason Voorhees main storyline to make it so that Mama Voorhees does become a Banshee somehow. Because if she becomes a Banshee, then of Voorhees is the, that's the connection. I mean, to be fair, uh, Jason hears his mom's voice talking mm-hmm. to him. It would just be a matter of people that visit the lake might hear a wailing or right. a moaning, which is easy to put in. Yeah. The Court of Owls. 
The Court of Owls is what it was called. And I remember the New 52 did this thing where it was like this secret organization that had gone back even to Jonah Hex. And, but it was like Batman's main, like, kind of villain organization in the New 52. So that's the point I was trying to make earlier. He did it. He found it. <laughs> he did it, did everybody. It. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I was kind of... I don't know what you decided. I was just looking that up the entire time. If we wanted to combine it with, like, um, the new Jason. That Jason's mom in the new series becomes a banshee when she dies. And that's the oh, connection okay. between all of the other Voorhees. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because they're all the son of a banshee. But then again, I kind of like the alternate dimension thing, or the alternate timeline thing. Mm -hmm. To keep it separate, but also, like, because then it's very comic book-like in that to call what his monster-like form in Ireland is as a Voorhees. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, your last name is Voorhees. Gee, I wonder, like... Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think to keep them two two dimensional versions of each other might be cool. Not necessarily connected, but they could be... We don't know. Right. Yeah. In another okay. world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. In yet another dimension. I like in it. Space. So what does he look like? The, well, well, we, we said like he has that. pieces of like knight armor. Right. Okay, fair. And yeah. I think he he's some wet. binds. Like he's constantly wet. Cool. He kind of has some swamp monster uh, looks yeah. to him. What are his powers? Mm. I think he has like lots of strength. Mm-hmm. Can super swim strong. super fast. Yeah, that still that still fits. I feel like he should like instead of swimming, he just walks on the bottom of the lake or whatever. Mm, I like that. I mean, You're right, but like, or like runs. Runs. Yeah. Can you imagine? That'd be scary. Like, super looking. fast. Yeah. Or like, kind of almost in a demonic sort of way. Like he can be seen walking on water. He's very mm. blasphemous, but like, I kind of like the walking underwater. Yeah. That's spookier to See, me. I, 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 <laughs> I'm kind of imagining, though, the, like the Chariots of Fire uh, music playing, and you just see him in slow motion just running across the water. Okay. Um, what if Tripping on instead mine. of a machete, he has a like a broadsword, but he only ever uses it in one hand? What if it's like, a He just cleaver. drags it behind him. I think it'd be cool if his broadsword was kind of chipped in half. Yeah. What if it's a meat cleaver? Yeah, that, would he gets from his mom. Mom. that would fit with his mom being like what, what does his mom use in the original just as a, a weapon just a regular knife yeah i mean okay. his like his iconic weapon is a machete mm-hmm. but he's done everything from he's killed someone with an ice pick mm-hmm. he's like in the in the future one he's frozen someone's like face in in liquid nitrogen and then smashed them on a countertop like he's done the cook combo breaker and broken someone over his knees and he just picks someone up by the face and crushes their face and then set them on the ground there you go. go. Yeah. <laughs> I do also kind of want him to have the crate like the creepy not super well understood ability to like teleport. Right. Like he kinda like oh, yeah, just like, pops in. Yeah. I feel like that's standard that's, horror monster fare. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you don't quite know how he moves. Yeah. Yeah. Like Slendermanish. I like the chipped and broken broadsword idea for his weapon personally. Uh-huh. I imagine this big thing that he like doesn't care to lift until he's ready to mm-hmm. strike. But it's, like, not just broken in half. It's, like, the edges are kind of chipped and jagged, right, yeah. too. Like, so it looks like it could like fall a blunt apart. object. Yeah. Yeah. But it definitely does, like, really nasty cutting damage. Maybe because he's strong enough that it does. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Really. You swing anything hard enough. It's <laughs> a knife. Blunt object is uh, more dangerous than a sharp object. <laughs> okay. I like it. That's that's the, uh, the, um, the tagline for the movie. <laughs> And you just see, like, uh, a close-up of the sword being dragged, and you see kind of, like, dripping. Yeah. You know? 
What like foot, kind of foot both level? water and blood. What are his top three in this new movie top or this three. new series? Mm-hmm. Let's make it a movie. First yeah, movie for in sure. the series. What are his top three Watch Mojo iconic kills in this mm. movie? Uh, I would say one would be he just like has has his broadsword behind him, right, and then just kind of like uh, like winds up and yeah. it just goes and just it goes well, super fast and then the person like kind of looks down at them and then they look up and then they just kind of oh <laughs> dude and I, I think it should Darth be a, like a, a knight <laughs> where yeah. it like just yeah. clean slices through his plate armor and they're through, yeah, through all of his armor yeah I think another one has to be I think that should be towards the end of the movie when they think I can fight him Right. Yeah, yeah, and then they're like, "Oh, you can't." And that's <laughs> and that's like the really arrogant knight that's like, "I can do it." And it like the main the character night. is kind of like looking behind him, just like, "Yeah, uh, yeah." And yeah. The, this is after that that night that it's killed. Eventually, it like the knight actually like stabs him or something like like mm-hmm. straight through the body, and mm-hmm. Jason just like doesn't care, doesn't mm-hmm. even look at it. He just mm-hmm. leaves it there. Yeah, um, I think another iconic one should either be one or one or the other or both. Um, like the the king or duke of the castle, like right. the the person in power, or the killer of his mom, mm. or both. I think to go off your king one, I think I'd like him to kill the king or the queen by uh, he appears behind them and they like slowly turn around and see him and are quivering and he like puts like he puts his hand on top of their crown and just pushes their crown down. I was head. literally thinking mm. the exact same thing. Yeah. No joke. Yeah. 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 Or something like that. Like something where like he kind of makes a mockery of their ruling. Right. Yeah. Your or he shoves a scepter up their butt. Uh, or both. <laughs> or both. <laughs> Why not? Por que no los dos? And then I, I then I think that another good one would be the his mom mother's killer. And however mm-hmm. his mother was killed by that person, it's mm-hmm. like whatever that is, times t- twenty. It's like mm-hmm. the same sort of thing. Sometimes. I think he should like stab someone and then uh, like throw their body against the castle wall and it breaks through the castle wall. Mm, yes. He did that in, in one of them. He did, threw it against the cabin and it broke through the cabin. Wow. But like this is like stone. Yeah, stone. stone. Yeah, stone work. Stuff that still exists today. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's breaking. Yeah. Um, and then it falls a long way into the lake. And hits someone all the way down. I'm just kidding. <laughs> or like you know how like people like hung out their windows to like, yeah. take a dump. Yep. <laughs> or someone out on their way there. So super gruesome. He throws them against the ramparts that are on top of mm. the drawbridge, mm. breaks their back, so mm. they're hanging off of the drawbridge, and he closes the drawbridge mm. on them. Mm. Okay. That should be his mom's killer. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. It's just like a like a garage door. He has to disable the sensor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it doesn't know that there's a body in the way. Of course, of course. <laughs> fair, fair. Okay, so his top three iconic kills, his weapon, what he looks like. Missing anything else? We're still not answering my question. I'm not going to. About this Jason. Mm-hmm. Does, okay, does Jason kill other animal-human type things? Like, like a werewolf? werewolf. Animals. Do they exist in this universe? That's a good question. If banshees exist, I, I would think so. I would think so. At least some. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about Irish lore. I think I werewolf kind of verges into the territory of another horrible Leprechauns. <laughs> I don't think there'd be anything wrong to say that if a werewolf tried to trick Jason or use Jason, he would right. fight them. For sure. 
but otherwise that they're just passively existing. Like when Jason doesn't know about Freddy, okay, cool. Jason doesn't care. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. So then there's a question. Like, is Freddy Krueger not a part of this time, this dimension? I think whatever? there should be a Jason v Dracula. Ooh. That would be cool. That would, and Dracula would be the type to try and convince Jason to be like, I made it. Come and join my my faction. Mm. That would be cool. That would be cool. Then Van Helsing shows up and it's just our our new Van Helsing. Oh man! Actually, there was an almost movie where, like, again with this new or with the the accepted hand cannon of Jason being from the Necronomicon, mm-hmm. bringing Ash, the main star of Evil Dead, to mm. fight Freddy and Jason. Wow. So this is basically that. It's so, Van Helsing v. Dracula v. a Voorhees. But our, to, to clarify, or our, the Voorhees. Our yeah. Van Helsing. Oh. The, the spirit walker? Yeah. yeah, that's why I was doing the... He just travels to Ireland. Yep. Yeah. He, That'd why be not? cool. He hears word Ooh. West Ireland. <laughs> Um, so it's the Western for the Ireland. audience, uh, you should check back our episode our ten Van Helsing episode. Um, we made a pretty rock in Van Helsing. I yeah, think. we did. Mm-hmm. We haven't done Dracula yet. Nope, nope. He's we we kind of uh, we yeah. talked a little bit about him in the about context of the form that he would take in fighting our version of Van Helsing. Right. Yeah. So when we do get to Dracula, we have a starting point. Yeah, we have a couple. Yeah, we do. Um, I think this is great. Mm-hmm. I think that, I think. Honestly, this was the only acceptable route we could have taken <laughs> with Jason um, in terms of yeah. because he's so iconic. So kind of like the Jason in space is the that space. end of the extreme. Right. Ours is kind of the preceding extreme. Right. Mm-hmm. Correct. So. It's like what Transformers did. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Basically. Yeah. Well, friends, do you have anything else to add then? Uh, not about Jason, but I do have a few apologies to make. Oh. So, one, in a previous episode, I, I mentioned that uh, Namibia had, uh, like, Dutch heritage. It actually has German heritage, like, to make that uh, clarification. And also, in the last episode, I made a mistake of scythes versus size, which I didn't know there was a uh, difference between. So, Tyler, you were saying that uh, the thing that the Grim Reaper uses is a scythe. That That's right. That is a scythe. Okay. Yeah. A, sm- a smaller one with a smaller uh, shaft is a sickle. Right. At, which is used to cut grass. Um, Sai, which is S-A-I, are the three-pronged things that like oh. the Ninja Turtle and Electra uses. Gotcha. So I didn't know there was a difference there. I thought people were just mispronouncing scythes when they were talking about those. Huh, so those are different things. Know. Anyway, I would like to apologize for making those mistakes. I accept your apology. I oh, thanks. I'll think about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, with with those, uh, uh, all that, I guess that's the end of, of Voorhees. The Voorhees. Happy Friday the 13th, everybody. Happy Friday the 13th. Um, so, again, uh, this is going to be episode two of our kickback series mm-hmm. um, for the Kickstarter. <laughs> um <laughs> But really, episode twenty-eight. Um, if you if you guys could find us on the Kickstarter and support us, that would be awesome. If you want to find us through our social medias, um, you can find most of us at P O P A P O C. That's on Instagram, Twitter, podcast. Uh, There's a podcast after that. Oh, there is. Mm-hmm. Okay, P O P A P O C podcast um, on on Twitter and Instagram and uh, Facebook. You can find us at our full name. 
Um, you can email us at popularpocrypha at gmail.com. Um, yeah, any way you can reach us. And on iTunes as well. And on anywhere you can get your podcasts. Spotify is doing a lot more stuff with podcasts. We're going to try to... Yep. I've been working on that for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're, we're trying. Mm-hmm. So. And leave us a review if you want. It really helps it. us out. Yep. And just go check out our Kickstarter. Even if you can't donate, Yeah. just check it out. What We have a lot of stuff on there of what we want to bring to the table. Just look at what we're doing. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Cool. Time to do the pit. Who is this? This is going to be for uh, episode three of the kickback. Yes. So it'll be the brand. Uh, We truly should have called it that, though. The The kickback. The kickback. I love that that branding, though. (laughs) Um, So to match up with our first episode three, which you said it, Logan, is Mm -hmm. the the brand mascot slash mascots. There's a lot of stuff happening over there. Yeah. Um, Anyway. So that's going to be related it's going to be right. brand like yeah. right you mm-hmm. ready you got it mm-hmm. <laughs> wow wow drip drip all right so for episode 3 does it make the noise where he goes otherwise nice nice <laughs> nice <laughs> otherwise known as episode 29 or episode okay. 3 for the kickstarter month kickback Kickback. The kickback. Kickback. Um, Sounds like a like a Mountain Dew thing. Kickback. Like kickstart, but like <laughs> our the kickback. Next holy brand trinity will be Monopoly Man, <gasps> Tootsie Pop Owl, <gasps> and Mr. Peanut. Mr. <gasps> brilliant. I'm so excited. So it's be all, all the gentlemen, all members of high society, and I'll be hosting that. Logan will be hosting it. Mm-hmm. It might end up like the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. We don't know. Mm, could be. You have to tune in to find out. Yeah. We don't know yet. Nope. Bada bing, bada boom. Mr. Worldwide, want to step in the room. <laughs> what? Hey, that seems like a great place to stop. Happy Friday the 13th. Drink a kickstart. Wait, drink no. A, drink a kickback. Kick back your kickstart to kick things off by. Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Merry Christmas. Bye. Happy Chrysler. Happy Hanukkah. Lock nice monsters. Don't go out. There's a Vorhi out there. Yeah.